This is Malotsky on Money with Stan and Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Stan and Lee provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Malotsky on Money with your hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Malotsky on Money podcast. Uh, my name is Lee Malotsky, partner here with the SHM Financial Group. We have with us Mr. Stanley H. Malotsky. Good morning, everyone. And Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Well, good morning, guys. And once again, Stanley H. Malotsky. We know the H stands for humanitarian. <laughs> that is true. All humble. Right. Yes. Humble. Humble. Yes, humble. Very, very humble. Humble. That's good. Last week it was That's... hero. Stood for hero. <laughs> um, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. And Stan, what have you been up to? Are you keeping busy? Oh, yeah. I, I took a tremendous ride to the... Uh, farmer's market over the weekend oh that's fun oh yes but you can't shop they do the shopping for you you tell them what you want and they go pick it out which is great for me my wife was upset because she likes to do all that stuff. oh sure but was in and out fast food was great it was terrific and then we spent a couple hours with lee and the girls watching the girls jump into the pool and out of the pool fun yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was great that's nice very good that's nice and lee how about you are you keeping busy meeting with clients prospects work none of the above i'm on vacation 24 7 (laughs) you're on vacation i love it i haven't had a vacation in a couple years it's been a little bit on the phone and and it's it's a constant thing on the phone and by the end of the day you can hardly talk but that's the way it is today it's yeah uh, it's true i'm on the phone yep it's true. So, and yeah, what, have, a, what have you been doing for world. fun, Lee? Uh, just watch it, watching the weeds grow, and <laughs> you know, not a lot. Uh, you doing can do. some swimming, some activities, some sports outside. You know, yeah. social distancing. It's just been extremely hot. It's a little hot. It's, yeah, it's been here, very so. hot. And today is a uh, state of emergency here in New Jersey. Oh, so yeah, it's it's a little Storm. traumatic, but we'll, we'll we'll get through it. A lot of rain and stuff, and part of the hurricane sweeping. We will get through it. Yes, we will. And talking about getting through it is a test quiz for our listeners. See what they can tell me and call us and let us know what these dates all have in common. 1720, 1820, 1920, and 2020. I know. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. In 1720, the world was confronted with the plague. And in 1820, there was a major cholera epidemic. And in 1920, there was this thing called the Spanish flu. And in 2020, we all know what is happening in 2020. But it's fascinating that for every 100 years, for the last 400 years, right almost to the month, we've had the breakout of some sort of major catastrophe. Therefore, prepare. (laughs) That's right. And the the topic for today is the fork in the road. 
Fork Ooh, in the road. A fork in the road. The roads. We are. Yeah. Which, how do you handle? You know, when you get to that fork in the road, do you veer to the left or do you veer to the right? Not politically, but do you veer to the left or do you veer to the right? Well, each each road will get you in a diff, to a different place. Um, there's no right answer to that. I mean, today is, is very, very, very confusing. We have a, you know, we have the stock market and we have a market of stocks which is very different than the stock market itself. There, there's The market itself is going through some vacillations, had some major, major drops you know, in the second quarter. I think I read just recently it was the worst quarter on record uh, in the history of the market. Uh, worst quarterly economic decline ever. Uh, second quarter GDP annualized quarter over quarter was reported down 33%. Again, the worst quarterly economic decline ever. However, if you stuck with that and invested some of your funds or stuck with it and had some of your assets allocated to risk, not that you should, but you should. I, I think at some point someone should have some monies in that based upon their color of money report, they should have some red money. We'll talk a little bit about red and green money as we often do, but they should have some money in the market. So you have to be prepared for changes and valuation dec declines. So had you stuck with it and stuck with your strategy and stuck with your game plan um, and mapped out your exit goals and, and objectives, when you got to that fork in the road in March, you already had a predetermined, this is what I'm gonna do if we ever run into that fork in the road. If we ever run into a problem like we ran into in March, what would be your game plan? So and that's critical right now. It's critical right now. So m since March, things have really started to take form um, on the ascent. Things have gone. Some of these stocks are, are and some of the funds that are out there have just gone ballistic as we enter a new um, world of, you know, technology, as we enter into a new world of uh, health care and consumer staples and needs and staying at home. Um, many of us and many people we know are all at home working out of their home. So they have stay at home stocks and stay at home funds and mon monies you should be putting things into. But these stocks, some of these stocks recently have seen such major, major increases in valuation. It's hard to imagine that they're not going to correct at some point. At some, and that's where we are. And at this fork in the road. And as you think about retirement, whether you're 65, 70, whatever age might be, and you think about the longevity of people today, you have to keep in mind that you will be retired for approximately, and make a note of this, somewhere between 8,000 and 9,000 days. That's if you retire at 65, 70, and you live another 20, 25 years, which is what the majority of people will probably be doing. Yeah. So as you get to that fork in the road, you have to have exit strategies, you have to know your risk tolerance, you have to keep adjusting and adjusting and adjusting. And as Lise just said, there are some tremendous situations that are presenting themselves because of the changes that we're all going through economically. Yeah, you're, you simple. could spend 20, Somebody, to, 20 to 30 years in retirement with the current longevity rates. I mean, more and more people are even living to 100. So you, have, so, you have to plan for that. Yeah, so around here, it's a, it's 
we live in a bizarro area. We're, you know, we're in South Jersey. We're in the Cherry Hill Collingswood. Um, Near Philadelphia. Yeah. And, and there's an area that we used to work in. Um, it's a lot, of, a lot of retirees. And their, their day is very different than yours and mine, Tony. Their, their day starts at like three or four o'clock in the morning. We went down to this area to, 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 give, to uh, have breakfast and people were eating lunch at- 11.30. Um, no. no, I'm sorry. They were having dinner they at 11:30. Yeah, that's right. They were a lot of these people get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. They have breakfast. They have lunch at like nine thirty, ten, and by twelve o'clock, they're uh, right. they're starting to think about dinner. We walked in and they gave us a, the, this restaurant. We had an office down there and we did a radio show from that area, and they gave us the dinner menu. I'll never forget this. And I said, excuse me. Uh, 11.45 a.m. I said, uh, uh, this is, you gave me the dinner menu. I, I'd like like the breakfast or lunch. She <laughs> said, no, this is what everybody here is having dinner. I said, what, what are you talking about? And they went through, that. it was like bizarre. But, why, why I'm saying that is that there are many, many, many people down in that area in New Jersey that are over the age of 100. It was one of the largest retirement communities in the country, actually, in this particular location, right? So if you, let's say you start working at age 25 to make it easy, you work for 40 years till you're 65, and many, then you retire. So if you live 35 years, almost as long as you worked, you have over 12,600 days to have your money last. Wow. That's a long, it's a long time. 12,500, 12,600. And that's what you guys days. help your uh, clients do is, it, it, that, is make that money yeah. last. Well, exactly. And, and the point we're trying to make with all this, there are today different opportunities, yeah. different instruments that you can utilize that will guarantee you an income flow for as long as you live and as long as your wife lives and whatever's left from the pile goes on to the heirs. And it's a guarantee kind of commitment, similar to what Social Security generates as a guaranteed income from the government. This is a guaranteed income from X, Y, or Z. And it's so critical to have that as part of your planning, especially in today's sort of, we'll call it an exciting environment that we are in the midst of. Sure, so we to make, things a little simpler to understand. We offer something called a color of money risk analysis. It's a very simple four minute questionnaire. We walk through that with somebody. We kind of help them determine where they are on the risk spectrum. They kind of know, but they really, sometimes they don't. And we look at and discuss various alternatives to what it is that they have in their portfolio now so that they can meet their objectives. It's a simple thing, but it's the color of money risk analysis to decide what color their money should be. Should they have all their money in the market? Well, maybe. Should they have no money in the market? Maybe. Maybe. So, and a lot of people are in the 70, 30, 60, 40, 50, 50 range. We just wanna make sure that their objectives of safety and security in their retirement years is met if that's what their goals and objectives are. But this color money report, this four minute analysis helps us to help the individual determine what their risk tolerance is. And, and once you've taken this, it doesn't mean that that's it, you're done and you don't have to look at it again. We like to have a client look at it every year or two just to determine that the risk tolerance is the same now as it was when we started working together. So it's an ongoing kind of a process. And the great thing about doing this, as your needs and circumstances change, so does the various opportunities that you can be presented to in the marketplace. 
So one of the interesting things I also read about last night is needless to say, we all know that the government has infused, injected into the system, you know, billions, if not trillions, actually trillions of dollars. So if we look back into the last market correction that we had in 2007, 2008, all the way to March 9 of 09, market was significantly down back then, about 50% over that year and a half. <clears throat> the market, the um, Federal, Federal Reserve had a balance sheet of $800 billion. Well, after that difficulty in the market back in 07 to 09, the market, the, the federal government injected $4.5 trillion into the system to help um, stabilize it. Stabilize it. Mm-hmm. So now, however, the government has injected significant amount, amounts of money. Um, it's somewhat mind boggling as to how much liquidity they've injected to the system. And they're toying around right now as we speak it, to inject it, injecting another uh, trillion dollar trillion. That's a T. That's, that's a lot. I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. That's real Another money, tri- even, even to you, Lee. That's a lot of money. Even to you, Lee, that's real money. That's a lot of, to to, even, even not you, to Tony Shore. Even your wife can't go through that amount of money. Tony is talking to. Can't be talking to me. <laughs> right. well, My wife's a good saver. She doesn't like to spend. Sometimes she does. <laughs> she, no, Most, most of our, we have spouses that like to. Your wife is good. She, she, she's, been built, she's been Bob the Builder. Anyway, lately, <laughs> she's building all kinds of stuff around the house. And she's. Keeping the economy She's doing moving. Great. Keeping the economy so, moving. Anyway, the, 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 so the government is toying around with injecting another trillion dollars into the system for a mind-numbing, mind-boggling $7 trillion worth of injections into the system. That is just inconceivable. So what is happening is that interest rates, you refinance your home. I don't know if you've done it or not, Tony, but many of us have. Rates yep. are wonderfully low, wonderfully low. If you're um, interested in the real estate world, a lot of real estate stocks are doing extremely well and building stocks yeah. and mortgages are down low. That makes it very, very affordable, af- relatively affordable because interest rates are extremely low. So that's a good thing in that regard. But it's scary as to how much money the money the government has injected to keep the system afloat. So how, what's gonna happen down the road when we get to that fork in the road? Uh, my thinking is two to three to four years down the road, if not before that, the government's going to have to do one thing in order to get that money back that they've injected into the system. And they're going to have to do some kind of thing called fiscal policy or fiscal injection called taxation. So the government has spent significant amount of money to keep the system afloat. They're going to have to down the road do what to the tax system? I would certainly anticipate that the tax structure will be higher no matter who wins the election in November. No question. So we have a lot of stuff down the road to consider, one of which is the election under 100 days away. It's crazy, right? But down the road, farther a little bit farther down the road, a handful of years down the road, right now you're dealing with a very monetary policy is interest rate modification or money supply change. Monetary policy is very, very, very low, if not negative. Real rates are probably negative at this point. We have int- mortgage rates, you know. I, Less than 3% it's on It's crazy, under 3%. 2.65. 2. <laughs> 2. 2.5 to 2.65%, that's just bonkers. And you have fiscal policy where the government is spending boatloads and boatloads and boatloads of money. So down the road, they're gonna to have to raise taxes. Have to Why raise do I taxes. bring that up? 
And well, not only raise taxes, it's what it'll do for the inflationary cycle too. You have to be prepared for all of that. That's why you have to be very flexible, know your exit strategy, know the risk you're going to take and make sure you have a constant positive cash flow. That's critical. And that's what this color of money helps you prepare for. And sometimes you go through this color of money thing and you have something in things that you don't think has risk and they have more risk than what the stock market has. So it's a matter of analyzing all these things on an ongoing, continual basis. And I'm losing my voice and it's only <laughs> 1030 in a morning. Well, I'll, I'll chime in. That's, that's okay, I'll chime in. Right. Take, take a sip of water. So again, forecasting the market today is is extremely challenging. Well, it's always in normal impossible. economic times. It's extremely challenging, but right now it's beyond challenging. In these extraordinary times of viruses and social unrest and tensions in China and the government wanting a piece of deals that companies are doing, which is mind boggling. I, I don't know how they're dealing. How, how do they have the? I don't, I, anyway, let's th- make a deal. This whole thing with TikTok. I mean, it's, it's just bonkers. It's, Anyway, your kids on TikTok, Tony? Uh, yep, yep. My youngest yep. daughter. My youngest under- daughter is. Yeah, I don't even understand. My girls are on TikTok too. I. It's just, all it is is a bunch of kids dancing on, making dance moves. Isn't that what it is? Yep, that's basically what I, it, I don't get. And it. some funny cat videos. Some cat videos. Okay, it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, mostly uh, dancing so, and lip syncing to da- music, which is why I thought I would see you on there, Lee. Uh, I am on there. For sure. <laughs> I'm sure my kids have videotaped me, you know, saying words that I shouldn't be saying. Oh, no. And, and throwing, throwing no, no, no. They probably, they have me video, on videotape, you know, in the heat of whatever. Who knows? And probably posting on TikTok, not that they're supposed to, but they're not. Um, but, you know, those kind of things between China tensions and, and, and the election coming up, the market is, uh, to, to try and predict the market's next move is impossible. Well, nobody yeah. can ever predict the market. Never, never. You know, but with all the influx and the injection, I look at that. There's right. a um, there's a restaurant we used to go to in Philadelphia called I think it was called something to do with chocolate. Max's Chocolate. I forget exactly the name of the restaurant, but it was all about chocolate. Uh, you know, lunch came with chocolate, and the dessert was all chocolates, and ice cream was chocolate. It's a great. Restaurant. They gave you a right. I forget what it's called, but it was, it's an Israeli based company, by the way. Uh, the the starters were from Israel. So what's interesting is that at the end, for, for dessert, they give you a, you can buy cake and they give you a syringe, like a, obviously a plastic fun syringe. And in that syringe chocolate. is chocolate. Ah. So you take the ah. syringe and you open your mouth and you drip the chocolate in or you drip it on the cake. The, just like the government has done with money. Yeah. They've injected the system with buckets and buckets and buckets full of money to add liquidity to the system and interest rates are so low that everyone looks at each other and says, well, I'm, I'm getting zero. I'm getting 0.1 and 0.2 on my money. I've got to earn something at least to keep up with right. inflation. inflation. So, or, so they're turning to stocks. And since a lot of people, the sports was off, a lot of people are used to bet on sports, I think, which is big, big, big. It's starting to come back. But people took their money and did what? They rolled the dice. They put the money in the market. So you have extremely low interest rates, almost negative, flat to zero, up a little bit. All kinds of, the market got destroyed in March at the lowest, one of the most difficult periods of our lives, in my life as well. And you have all these people who have nothing else to do with their money because sports are done. 
So they're putting money into the market and you're seeing crazy Which you know, is, up and down valuations of these stocks in the marketplace. So it's really scary how much things have changed and how much they've gone up. But what I'm trying to say is that instead of trying to focus on where the market may or may not be headed, which we all like to do on a minute by minute or daily basis, I think the most important thing today is to stay focused on three things. What are your goals? What are your objectives? And how much risk, if any, are you interested in taking? That's there you have control. Correct. There you have control. And I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a gentleman, a guru in the world of the bond market, a gentleman named Wayne Schmidt. He's a CFA. Um, phenomenal information. Read some of and his reports. And a great reports. guy. And a great guy. So they say. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so some of this information is coming directly from Wayne Schmidt and some of the reports that he's written up. And I, I appreciate that. And thank you, Wayne, for your for your insight and information about some of our our insight today. But some of the it, it, again, it's all about trying to control what we're doing, can't control the market, can't control the weather, can't control can't control our kids in this environment. So what can you control? You can control and stay focused on your goals, your objectives. And your risk tolerance. And your risk tolerance. And then let the markets take care of themselves over time, which they will. They'll go up, they'll go down, but over time, they will go gravitate back toward their means and they will do well over time. But you have to have patience, you have to have a strategy. And you have to case, have the time. And you have to have the time. Um, yeah, but. Because when we get to that fork in the road, which we get to often, you have to decide and figure out how to stay the course and which road makes more sense for you. Yeah, but Lee, patience, it, is, a, yes, patience is a virtue for which I can hardly wait. Okay, but the rest <laughs> of, how's the rest of that statement go? Patience is a virtue which few men possess. That's the real ah, statement. Okay. Yes, no, it's right. It's, uh, we, we don't possess patience. We're all in a hurry to get to where we're going. Gotta get there yesterday. Yeah. And right. with the technology and the speed and, you know, pick up, used to have a phone, yeah, rotary dial, I think. Now it's like voice activated call, boom. My kids are like, dad, how come it doesn't, taking too long, taking all like 10 seconds, takes <laughs> too long. So it used to take 10 days. That's right. Now it takes, not, maybe not 10 minutes, takes 10 seconds. Wow. I well, mean, the, the funniest thing is if uh, if you were in my house when you would watch the Turner movie classic with the movies that are 40, 50 years old and you watch the movies and you watch the so-called technology that is in those movies, you know, the Black and booths, white classics? The, well, they're, they're recolored so that you, oh, right. <laughs> you know, so you, you think they're modern, all of a sudden somebody's in the phone booth and somebody's uh, running around looking for a phone. I mean, those kinds of things that you just, it's, my, it's incredible. Right, right. The phone booth. The phone booth. Gotta That's love that. Thing. Yeah, so again, the, forecasting the market in, 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 in times is, is difficult can. enough, let alone to, in today's world. Um, but we're seeing a major, major change in, in life, in style, in importance, in goals, objectives. And an opportunity. Right in front of us. I mean, we're all gonna have to homeschool I don't know about you, Tony, but uh, I, I, I don't think there's gonna be school in September. I mean, they, they say there is, you have the opportunity to have your kids go back to school two days a week. I don't think that's gonna happen. I really don't. I, I, sadly, I think with the numbers rising and the, all the things, the possibility of this virus expanding, I, I can't imagine, but, but who knows? So you have to be prepared to homeschool and educate the kids in different ways and using Zoom and all this technology. So 
And when we talk about investing, what to do with the money, we have to apply the, today's world to what's happening. I mean, the, these technologies didn't exist before. Or they weren't. We weren't forced to use them. Now we're forced to to use them a little bit more. Um, so the world has changed, and and I think you have to just temper your expectations, put it in perspective. I sound like a cliche, but take it one day at a time. Really, take it one day at a time. But set your goals, objectives and know how much risk, if any, you're comfortable in taking with those monies. And, and look look back to see how you felt back in March when, when things were really not good at all, right? So again, also one of the other things that we make available is something called a compass report. It's an income report. It shows you how much money you're, how much, how much in the way of income your funds can generate to you over um, a lifetime. And we use, often use IRA monies, but often, sometimes not. But we take an IRA, we'll reallocate the IRA, and we'll run something called a compass report, really interesting report, showing the ability of that money to generate an income to you and or your spouse over a lifetime. So as, that, as you mentioned earlier, Social Security is one of those sources of income that's kind of like an annuity payout. It's, it is an it's, annuity. Yeah, it's an annu- a government annuity. It's exactly what, and, what it is. And when you pass, those monies stop stop being paid out. Right. Right. So today today's annuity world very different um, that we make private annuities available. And you're passing those monies get passed on. The remaining monies get passed on to the beneficiary. So next week's um, discussion, we'll talk a little bit about you know legacy planning and um, IRA strategies and other planning especially Roth IRA planning. Sure. We'll talk about a little bit about that next week. But again, today really just wanted to kind of go talk a little bit about the state of the union, um, the fork in the road, being prepared and making sure you review your investment goals, objectives and risk tolerance. Sounds good. And ha- and have an exit strategy. Yeah. That's imp- which is the t- title of our book. So if you want, give us a call 1-800-MONEY-SHM. That's one 1-800- 800 M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M, 1-800-666-3974, or call, or or go onto our website, shmfinancial.com, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing seeing you or being with you next week. Same time, same bat location, 24-7. Beautiful. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Malotsky on Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Stan and Lee Malotsky at the SHM Financial Group. Call 856-854-2224 or visit them online at shmfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, a New Jersey registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through SHM Financial Group. Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, and SHM Financial Group are affiliated companies. Stan Malotsky, Lee Malotsky, Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, and the SHM Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 